1: Listening to the zero hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Glenn Hall Taylor's story of an FBI agent who almost loses his life in the line of duty, larson on the lake. Starring Bob Crane. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of... The Zero
2: Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio.
3: This is Hugh Downs with another car buyer's report from Ford. Comparing the total cost of ownership is the only way to be sure you get your money's worth when buying a new car. And Ford says there are three important considerations that make up the total cost of ownership. Purchase price, operating economy, and trade-in value. Don't overlook that last one, trade-in value. I'd like to give you some interesting facts about trade-in that are difficult for the average consumer to come by. Like the fact that based on a national average of NADA wholesale prices, both the 1973 Torino and the 1973 Grand Torino returned more of their original purchase price than their closest sales competition. The facts speak for themselves. A solid, well-made car will generally return more at trade-in. Ford says that's one of the reasons why Torino is the best-selling car in its class.
2: The closer you look, the better we look
1: among the several million people in the united states who have fingerprinted arrest records hundreds possess exceptionally fertile imaginations and sharp cunning they lay their plans as shrewdly and carefully as an army readies an offensive their scouts move out in front to seek vulnerable attack points scouts record the movements of a watchman scouts find the best escape routes the locations of automatic alarms and learn how they may be deactivated today's drama concerns such an operation and how its foe the federal bureau of investigation meets the challenge at an fbi field office in one of the great Lakes cities agent jim snyder is reporting to agent in charge medford
2: Morning, Mr. Medford. I'm Jim Snyder. Good morning, Snyder. Glad to have you with us. When did you get in? Landed at the airport half an hour ago. Well, sit down. I'll explain why we ain't you transferred to this office. No, thank you. We've had a lot of thefts along the lakefront lately. We're convinced it's the work of a well-organized gang. Well, how come the thefts are under our jurisdiction? Well, they weren't until last night's job, when they stole ten shipping cartons of cameras belonging to the Army. Any of the men identified? No, the few times they've been seen, they wore masks. How about the boat? It's been described as a fishing boat. Now, we've checked all registrations. nothing turned up. Wouldn't a fishing boat be a little slow for a getaway? From the reports we've had, the boat apparently had a souped-up engine. It roared away from each job. And no leads, huh? Just one. The police checked on boats at every fishing village on the North Shore. A one of the boats had been out each night that a dock had been raided. And on each of those nights, it had returned without any fish. Any idea who owns the boat? Yeah, a man called Slim Wilcox. He has a crew, and the captain is Peter Cassidy. We know anything about him? Well, we know that Wilcox and Cassidy have criminal records. (sighs) They've been brought in for questioning? No. First of all, their boathouse isn't large enough to hold the loot, so there'd be no evidence. And what's more, they've been commercial fishermen for 15 years, so they can justify their boat and their business. Can't the cameras be traced through their serial numbers? A list of the numbers has been circulated, but it'll take time to get a feedback. We just got a break, which might help us crack the case sooner. Mm, What's that? This morning on Route 53, a tank truck had a minor accident. The police picked up the driver and learned the tank was full of diesel oil consigned to Slim Wilcox. Diesel oil? For the boat? That's what we figured. We found the name of the man who sold the oil is Mac Franklin. We sent Wilcox a fake message from the driver of the truck saying the delivery would be delayed a couple of hours, and that brings us up to you, Snyder. You want me to deliver the oil, is that it? Yeah. If you volunteer, it's up to you. I'll do it. You sent for me, sir? Yeah. Come in. Gene Douglas, meet Jim Snyder. Hello. Come on. Chair, Gene. Just been briefing Snyder on these peer jobs. Oh, good. I take it Slim Wilcox has never seen the driver of the tank truck. No. Apparently, the Franklin guy hires drivers on a one-shot basis. He gives each one a stolen truck. When the oil's been delivered, the driver ditches the truck. Now then, when you deliver the oil, I want you to find some way to wangle yourself into the Wilcox organization. Yes, sir. We'll get you some old clothes and arrange to have you pick up the truck. What's the name of the truck driver you picked up? Danny Gray. Where do I find Wilcox? He's in a little place called Jamestown. Gene Douglas here has gotten a job as a clerk in a tobacco shop up there. You communicate with our office through him. Fair enough. And don't show any surprise when you walk into the store. The cigarette stands for three or four hotels up there, as well as the tobacco shop I'll be in, still give customers a chance to win their cigars and cigarettes with a roll of the dice. You mean they're still playing the old twenty-six game? Complete with the green felt board and the leather cup? Right. As someone said the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's been a long time since I played. We'll both get a chance to brush up on the game if we can keep from being shot at.
4: Tommy? Hi. Hi. Just got a call from Centerville. The truck got through okay. The fence offered 8500 for the cameras. That's not enough. Anything else? Yeah. Buck told me to tell you there's a guy outside with a tank truck of diesel oil. Good. That'll be the stuff from Mac Franklin. Mm-hmm. I'll go talk to him. And uh, Harry, get Centerville on a horn and tell him we want 10 Gs for the cameras. Okay, Slim. we Will do. Hey, uh, you the oil guy?
2: Yeah. Where's the truck? Over by the tanks. Um, I'm Danny Gray. You Slim Wilcox? Yeah. If the tanks are locked. I can't unload them. Itself. Well, I'll unlock them. No. Come on, you.
5: Okay.
2: Is it top grade stuff? I don't know. I didn't heist it. You tell Franklin we had trouble with the last load. No, I won't be seen. To. How come? This is a one-way haul. After I unload here, I ditch the
4: truck.
2: You Know anybody who needs it? No. You know where a guy could catch on? No. Why? I got in a crap game on the way down here. Got clean. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Ah both tanks are open there's a double saw Buck should get you out of town hey look I don't want no hand out well, you pay me back sometime
4: when you get the oil unloaded call Buck he'll unlock the gate and let
2: you out thanks This is Jim Backus with news about the most comfortable experience of a lifetime. A Lazy Boy reclining chair. It's ideal for apartments, living rooms, dens, family rooms. Lazy Boy is as beautiful as it is comfortable. Available in any style you can imagine and in hundreds of decorator fabrics and vinyls. Make your favorite room a haven of gracious living. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. (laughs) Hurry up. He's waiting. Run down there.
4: Go. Yes, indeed. You've been hearing some pretty lavish claims recently about miles per gallon. We'd like you to consider something equally important, and that's range.
2: Range is the miles per gallon multiplied by the number of gallons your car's tank holds. Range is what makes the Buick Apollo such a special small car. It comes from coupling the Apollo's economical six-cylinder engine with a standard 21-gallon tank. It holds a lot, but it doesn't use a lot. Look into the Apollo. It's the Buick of small cars
3: this america the greatest nation on earth but as our country continues to grow it must face the problems of expansion such as the now ominous shortages of fuel and energy There are ways you can help conserve these vital resources. Reduce thermostat settings by two or three degrees. Shut off lights and heat in rooms not in use. And reduce the consumption of electricity in late afternoon or evening. Remember, in conserving fuel and energy, you help yourself and your community. This message is presented by the President's Office of Emergency Preparedness and the Office of Consumer Affairs. Good evening, sir. May I help you? Uh, A package of pipe
2: cleaners, please. Here's some right here. Watch it, you there's a guy in the phone booth in back of you to the right. How much are these... 37 cents with tax like to roll for him? Yeah, sure costs a dime a line what number do you want sixes Three on one That's five on two Yeah, the guy left how'd you make on Jim? Well, I deliver the oil but didn't get a job However, one of Slim's men said they're getting ready for another heist when Tonight, I think. Did you see any trace of the loot? No, and I couldn't spot any place where they might be keeping it. Well, if they're working tonight, we better put stage two into operation. Customer coming in. Well, that beat you, bud. <laughs> Pay up. Hey, catch it in.
4: Yes, well. Go right up the men. We're ready to shove off. Okay. Yeah, what is it, Slim? What about the truck? Uh, We're all set. You got it straight where we make the meat? Williamstown Bridge. Right. You'll be there at 11.30. If we don't show in half an hour, just pull away. Gotcha. Hey! Hey, you guys! Who's that? I can't see in the dark over there. Uh, It's that guy that delivered the oil. He's outside the gate.
2: What you want? I gotta talk to you. It's important.
4: Let's go see what he wants. I don't like him hanging around here.
2: Yeah.
4: Okay, you. What's so important?
2: Look, I just got a tip they're going to knock you guys off tonight. How did you get a tip like that? Who says we're going to get knocked off? I ran into an old buddy. He's got a pipeline to a pal on the force. He says the cops are out in the breakwater right now. They're going to search every fishing boat as it passes through. How come you make me such a partner? I figure I owed you after you staked me to that double sawbuck. Hey, Slim! Yeah! There was a phone call just now from Big Joe. He asked, is Slim gone yet? And I said, I don't know. And he said, well, if he ain't, stop him. And I said, why? He said, the cops are out at the breakwater. And We know. We know already. And then he said, when they get through out there, they're going to
4: case every boathouse on the shore. Uh, What are they going to case the boathouse for? Well, Big Joe said, for fishing boats with diesel engines in them. And I said, like ours?" And he said, yeah. And I said, well, what should we do? And he said, well, we can Okay, okay. We know what to do. Harry. Go cut the motor. Cassidy? Yeah? Go get Al. Tell him I want the motor taken out of that boat like right now. Well, Al ain't around, Slim. He's out heisting a car for us to use tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is a lousy
2: break. You need some help? Yeah, we need plenty. I can get the motor out for you. A big diesel? Sure, I did the same job two years ago in Detroit. Took the whole thing out in less than an hour. Okay, mister, you get a see if you can do it like right now. A hundred bucks doesn't interest me. No, what does? I told you this afternoon, a job. You get that motor out clean on time, you got one. Put me through to Agent Medford please. Hello, this is Gene Douglas. I'm in a phone booth. Thought it's safer than putting the call through the switchboard in that two-bit hotel I'm living in. Yeah. Uh, Snyder got the job. He contacted me this afternoon. He reports to Slim Wilcox every morning, hangs around the boathouse till about 3, then is dismissed. Well, they replaced the diesel in the boat, but there's no action yet. He did run into a piece of luck, though. Overheard one of the mobs say that a truck took the loot to Centerville. Uh Uh-huh. It ties in with the raid the Centerville police made this morning. They arrested a fence and found the cameras that were stolen from the government. No, no, the Wilcox mob isn't implicated yet. The fence wouldn't talk. That's right. Well, we'll keep on it. I'll get back with the report as soon as there's any action. Yes, sir. Goodbye. Anything else, sir? Oh, that'll do it for today. 59 cents, please. Out of one dollar... Sixty, seventy, seventy-five, and one dollar. Thank you, sir. I'm sure getting tired of playing twenty-six, but I must admit shaking dice gives me something to do while I'm waiting for your customers to leave. Look, i better talk fast while I have the chance. New developments? Plenty. There's action tonight. I report back at eight. They're using the boat. Are you in on it? No. They put me on the unloading assignment. Where? That's the catch. I only know I'm being driven there. Is stage three in operation? No, but it will be. Are you set up? As soon as we hear from you, we'll be ready. And warn everybody on the team. They've got a regular arsenal of stolen weapons aboard that boat. Enough for a small army. That figures. Be extra careful, Jim, whatever else you do. Mm-hmm. We'll do all we can to protect you. Thanks. No, oh, no. Not another interruption. Okay. Give me the dice cup,
1: Looking back, State Farm was built on low rates State Farm agent Gabe Franco talks about saving on car insurance For the energy crisis, most individuals are interested in saving that buck Consider, as you think about
2: paying those low rates You might come up with that extra buck to buy that extra gallon of gas With low rates, maybe it may make your money go a lot further
5: Act like a good neighbor
2: I'm Jim Backus with news about an exciting sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers today. You may now put a famous Lazy Boy reclining chair into your living room at unbelievable savings. The ultimate in beauty and comfort can be yours in the style of your choice to match your favorite decor. Don't just sit, relax, and recline sumptuously in a Lazy Boy. Your choice of quality colors and fabrics. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. (laughs) Do that. Hurry up. He's waiting. Yes, he
1: is.
5: A message from the Council for Financial Aid to Education and this station. (laughs) College students now march to a different drummer. And sometimes it seems to no drummer at all. But what matters most is that colleges continue educating. Students and their parents pay tuitions to make this possible. But the money they pay just doesn't go far enough. Two-thirds of college costs must come from other sources, including contributions from friends of colleges. How can you be the friend of a college? You can believe that educating young people is the main thing, not whether they're singing football songs or folk songs. You can be willing to back up your belief with a gift, because colleges need money to march ahead. A lot of that money must come from people like you. Give to the college of your choice, now.
4: Hi! Hey, so right against the wall. Hey, that makes it an even dollar you owe me, Danny. I'm out of practice. Haven't tossed quarters since I left Vietnam.
5: All hey, right, watch this.
4: Okay. Hey, that's pretty good. But I-, I think I could beat that one, too.
2: You're slipping, Buck just cut my IOU back to 75 cents.
4: Hey, it's almost 10 o'clock. When do we leave? Whenever Harry says. He's going to drive us out to meet the boat. We're going to use the car at Al Heisted. Hey, hey, let's see you beat that one. Oh, hiya, Harry. We, we going to leave? No, uh, not just yet. And you, Danny Gray, or whatever your name is, Keep your hands out of your pockets. What do you mean? Well, what's with the gun, Harry? Ask him. He should know. Mac Franklin, the fellow we bought the oil from? Well, he called to make sure it had been delivered okay. He described the driver he hired. I'll tell you something. It sure ain't this guy. Are you sure, Harry? Of course I'm sure. What's all this about? You know what it's about, you think. Now turn around. Who opened that window? He did. Said the boathouse there was too stinky with the diesel fumes. Uh, Close it and lock it. Okay. All right, now give me a hand. Get him out to the car. We'll take him with us to meet the boat at Crawford's Point. Okay, Cassidy. Back it up a little. All right. Okay, now you got it. Hey Mike, you get up there with the line and make us fast. Right. Okay, Captain. Cut the motor. All right, the rest of you guys, start the loading. Slim, everything okay? Yeah, what? Well, that guy Grace, I think. We got a call from Mac Franklin. He blew the whistle on him. Mac told me what his driver looked like. I gotta tell you, this guy ain't even close. Is he a cop or from that Canadian mob? I don't know. Ain't nothing in his pockets to tell by. Where is he now? In the car. I got him all tied up. Alan Bucker watching him. He's still out cold from me conking him. Bring him over here and put him in a boat. When we get out to the deep water again, we're gonna lose him. Okay, Slim. And if he looks like he's got to cut too, pop him again. Right. Hey, what's Slim say, Harry? Uh, we, when we head back to that boathouse, we're gonna deep six this guy. Alright now, help me get him out of here. Yeah. yeah. Stand where you are, all of you. This is the FBI. What? what? Hands up, everybody. Oh, oh, no. no. Turn on the floodlights, men. Cover the deck and the boat.
2: And you too. Put that man down gently and untie his wrist. Now. No. You okay, Jim?
0: <sighs> Whoo.
2: That was a real skull popper.
0: Oh,
4: boy. Hey, am I glad to see you guys. Uh, I knew you were a fink gray, but... Special Agent Snyder to you. I didn't guess you were FBI. How'd you know where we were meeting that boat anyway?
2: I needed that fresh air even more than I realized at the time.
4: What's he talking about?
2: We had a microphone outside the boathouse window. I put it there when I opened it. Agent Douglas picked up the information on his receiver at the tobacco shop and relayed it to Medford at the field office.
4: Hey, but you said the air in the boathouse stank.
2: Yeah, it did stink in there, Buck. It sure did. But I think it's a lot cleaner now. Look, you don't have to sell me on them. I know all about them. You know everything about these Ford pickups I'm selling? Sure. I know about Ford's twin I-beam front suspension. Uh-huh. I know you get front disc brakes, standard. But do you know we give you a choice of an economical six or one of three V-8s? Sure. You know about Ford's all-new Super Cab? The only two-door pickup with the extra room for a full back seat? Super Cab? Ford Super Cab pickup. It seats a family of six in sedan-like comfort. I didn't know that. Or did you know that Supercab's optional full-width rear seat folds flat to make a load floor? Yeah? Or that you can get optional facing jump seats that fold out of the way? Or with no rear seats at all, you get a full 44 cubic feet of extra storage space? I didn't know that either. That's it. Ford's new Supercab. Like all Ford pickups, it works like a truck, rides like a car. That I knew. Ford's new Supercab. It's news even to people who thought they knew all about Ford pickups. See it now at your local Ford dealer.
1: I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes, exercise your imagination, and join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour.
2: on the lake was adapted for radio by glenn hall taylor bob crane was heard as jim sider featured in the cast were marvin miller mike rye jerry dexter and herb ellis zero hour created by jm colis directed by don hills is produced in hollywood for the mutual broadcasting system by radio productions incorporated music is composed and conducted by stanley d hoffman rochelle sherman associate producer this has been a presentation of the mutual broadcasting system
0: रहा है हिंदी सिनेमा का सबसे बड़ा ब्लॉकबस्टर तो माकिदार होगा एंटरटेनमेंट